0: I know you were one happy camper, even if it was 640 this morning. And I was one happy camper with maybe the unprecedented coverage only you get from hogsports.com. But you made me work for the most important piece of information I was looking for.
1: What was that?
0: You had it buried in the, I think it was the first story, Razorback receivers look sharp on opening no it was was a a story by andrew andrew ellis Mm -hmm. and in there you had it buried where you said i was scrambling to help andrew get the depth chart
1: where i was saying that (laughs) i thought that's what you said (laughs) yeah i was uh you know uh, that's I spent time in that now that was a, that was an excerpt out of my out of my article about oh, okay. uh, you know okay. the newcomers those are the th- the things that I focus on today were um, you know, start off confusing the heck out of me Randy <laughs> <laughs> the things I was focused on today were the newcomers who weren't there uh, for spring football um, in addition to that, trying to hurry up, scramble, and get uh, the depth chart together because they come out in a three deep. You know, they run four plays real fast with each group. And so, you know, there's 22 players total that you're trying to get on each team. So uh, it goes very fast, so we have to kind of work together to get that kind of information during their fastball segment. But aside from that, aside from watching a little bit of Skelly, where, again, I was focusing on the newcomers and stuff, uh, that's what I did. I went station to station and just kind of watched – every single new guy that I could in the 30 minutes that we had open, which was about a quarter of the practice today, um, and then wrote about it, wrote about what I thought of each one, maybe who, who somebody reminded me of, um, you know, how they look compared to the guys next to them, all those kinds of things, and um, those are the kinds of things that I think our readers care about. You know, I, I hear, it's amazing how many media people I hear you know, who I've never seen at a Razorback practice who say you can't get anything out of fall camp. Well, if you know how to cover it, like I've been doing for 20 years, uh, you can get a lot of stuff out. I mean, there's 20 newcomers, scholarship newcomers out there that nobody knows anything about. There's, I mean, there's a ton of new players, you know, transfers, 18 total transfers out there, and every single one of those guys, barring any injury, is going to play a pivotal role on this team. And people know very little about them. Uh, So those are the kinds of things you you watch, not trying to figure out what's the run-pass ratio going to be, you know, from pass Kelly. You you know, you look at the personnel out there, and it's not any different than it was 20 years ago when I started this. You know, you got more access to practice. You watch longer, but it was still them going against each other. By the third week, it was all, well, we're ready to hit somebody else. So you don't know if the offensive line is terrible or the defensive line is good, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So you watch individuals and try to get a better feel for the players. It almost brought a tear to my eye when Ben Souders came in today. I mean, (laughs) like, I have been for years, the questions that I ask, because my readers are diehards. They're, you know, casual fans probably aren't getting all the stuff that they want. You know, they're getting up to the first game. and They're like, well, who's this guy? But my readers are diehards and they they're looking at the team in terms of years, not just seasons. <laughs> and so getting Ben Souters up there to answer questions and you know, some of the other media people kinda say, You going what are you gonna ask? You're gonna ask about weight changes, Trey, you know I always <laughs> ask those kind of questions. Weight room numbers, testing times, those are the things that, that we wanna know. And so uh, getting Ben Souders up there, I thought he was fantastic. He went in depth, gave actual numbers, whereas you know Jamil Walker. I'm sure he's a great guy. I never spoke to him. I never spoke to the guy. He's a first strength coach that I've ever covered. Who I never even spoke to, and that was frustrating for me as a guy that likes that kind of information. So uh, Souders went. I thought above and beyond. I made sure to tell him how much I appreciated it, and hopefully we'll get to talk to him again. But probably not till you know, Next probably year. not till after the season. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, solid season. Of yeah. We got a lot of great information from him. So, and I've compiled it, broke it down, streamlined it. So it's all, you know, very easy to read because it was a pretty long uh, interview with him. But I wanted to make sure, you know, everybody knows those kinds of numbers miles per hour speed that some of these guys are running, how much weight fluctuation they've had. You know, some of the weights you see, you don't, they're not the same weights you had, you know, on an official roster. You know, like you, people probably didn't know Poo Paul at the end of the spring was 215. You know, and they had to get him back up to 230 plus, and you know all the other requirements that they really look for that a linebacker needs, the boxes that that a linebacker needs to check. You know, we also got some you know numbers on our own uh, that we put out there, uh, you know, just kind of behind the scenes on some of the testing numbers from from the summer uh, also. But uh, just want to make sure that was all streamlined. People enjoy that kind of stuff. They want to know you know what kind of work people are doing in the off season. So um, I thought that was a great. Press conference, great opportunity today. And it was good to get out there, 6.40 in the morning. Uh, that's the earliest practice I've ever had covering covering Arkansas. I mean, covering anything. I, I don't ever remember a, a 6.40 practice. Uh, but it was night I mean, it felt good. And, you know, I mean, it's been hot. And it felt good out there this morning. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was fun to get a look at a lot of those guys individually and, you know, kind of size up some of those newcomers. Would
0: you would you tell my computer it's not a dummy? I just now logged in because I finally found the story you were talking about. Maybe uh-huh. log back <laughs> in and now it says select all the squares with bicycles. Okay, I'm not a dummy. I I oh, <laughs>
1: never mind. That's frustrating. It okay. likes you to get bicycles, street lights and, and uh and stairs. Because I staircases. thought I thought okay Very popular.
0: All this that Trey's talking about, he must have blocked me from that story because <laughs> I had not no. seen that story. I was more than prepared to, I mean, I was gonna ask you about the receivers that was written about and talking about one of the new players that stood out to you, four star freshman receiver, had a very good day. It, Davion Dozier, and then you start to talk about the latest testing numbers for several Razorback players. Mm. Yeah. and I did not have that story. We put out story. nine.
1: We put out nine stories, Randy, since practice this morning, all on fall camp, all on day one. I tried to tell everybody to sign up for seventy-five percent off the other day. Now you're regretting it if you're listening out there. You didn't sign up. So how now, did, where are you? How did how did the uh, first place battle end up?
0: Real quick, with Arizona.
1: Yeah, we won. We okay, took them down. All right. Even yeah, though, though they're sports.
0: changing leagues, yeah, even they're yeah, changing
1: leagues, Rick. Arkansas fans stepped up, and we sold more than anybody else in the entire country. Wow. So we're super proud wow. of that. Second year in a row we've done that, too. And wow. a lot of people probably don't know Hawk Sports is one of the, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to say exactly where we stand in the network, but we are way up there in terms of size for Arkansas. And I take a lot of pride in that. Number one. We're 60% off. We have kind of a soft landing off that 75. So if you still want to sign up, we're 60% right now. 60% off. Well, well Razorback fans love Razorbacks. And yes, I read the story that Randy was looking for, and you did a nice job. You talked <laughs> about walking around and, and what you were watching. So I, I got mm. that. But I didn't want to interrupt
0: Randy saying he couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. Now that I've logged in properly with the bicycles, I'm, I'm up and going. Let's talk with oh, DK. Randy. DK, <laughs> DK. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
1: Yes, sir. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Rand, I'm, I'm glad y'all make it possible for Trey to be asked these questions on y'all show. Uh, you, you got it. now. Run, running the board, he, he, he could be uh, working for the police department the way he, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> grilling you uh, about about this, that, and the other. But Trey, uh-huh.
0: if you would. Share with me your opinion on
1: how, you know, you got schools chasing money, trying to get all these TV contracts so they can pay this that coach, this amount of millions, and you got NIL deals for the five-star. Give me your opinion on how greed is killing college football. It's killing all these conferences with all this realignment. I'm going to take your thoughts off air. Y'all have a good weekend, gentlemen. Thank you, D.K. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's killing college football. I, I'm, I'm, It scares me a little because it has so much changed so fast, and, you know, I look at things a lot of times scientifically, and I think it's important to have a control, <laughs> you know, that you can look at, and, and there is no control because you change everything so fast. You change so many things every year, and it's uh, – I don't know. I'm not – I understand where we're headed. It scares me a little bit that conferences are just completely breaking down, you know, and, like, the whole – I don't know. Maybe it's good that, you know, Oregon and Washington are joining the Big Ten because USC and UCLA are out there now. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, traveling completely across the country every time. I don't know. But um, NIL and transfer portal is good for Arkansas. I can look out there. At the size and veteranness—that's a word—of these players, and I know that it's a direct result of those two things that are boosting Arkansas's football roster dramatically. So, if you want things to go back the way you, when they were, which they're <laughs> never going to, no. Yeah. Just know that my personal observation—and I'm frustrated with you know some of the stuff too. There's no transparency. We don't know. I mean. We just don't know what you know what what these guys are making, and um, it's just very different than any other league in the country, from the NFL down to Pee Wee. I mean, Pee Wee's got rules, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no rules with roster management when it comes to college football, and it's frustrating because um, we're all heavily invested in this stuff, and we care, you know. So you got to worry about the fan. I've said this many times. You have to worry about, mm-hmm. you know, the coaches, the players, the integrity of the game, and the fans. And if the fans are frustrated and lose interest and throw their hands up, that's not a good thing for the sport. And we don't know if they are. But, you know, the caller just said ruining the leagues. There's four leagues that aren't being ruined. They're, yeah. they're, still, yeah. they're doing really well. They, now the ACC is a little upset, but the two leagues that – the Big Ten and the uh, Big 12. The Big 12 is ecstatic. And, you know, you mentioned that Washington Oregon now, USC and UCLA were already in. There was some word. Mm-hmm. Now, UCLA and UC, USC got no vote on this. And so it was unanimous. But there was some word. They
0: didn't want those schools in because they wanted an exclusive on the whole West Coast.
1: But mm-hmm. that's changed dramatically. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that all those conferences had a handshake a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. <with the laughs> SMC, out of Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. With a
0: greasy palm, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, This is from Todd. And this is from our brand-new Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. My question for Trey is who is standing out on the offensive and defensive lines. And then he goes on to say, Trey, would you please... Send me your email, or would you give your email address? Uh, He tried to sign up for the subscription last night and had some issues. So if you can, please give your email address, and he will send you some information.
1: Yeah, that's trey at hogsports.com, T-R-E-Y at H-A-W-G sports.com. So as far as who's standing out now, obviously they're not in full pads. It's just this is, you know, watching them go through drills, uh, just seeing how they look, measured up. And I'll say, <laughs> I mean, Anthony Booker immediately jumped out to me. Like, wow, this guy, this is the best-looking defensive tackle they have. Like, jumped out like that. Um, 6'5", 351. I thought he moved pretty well for 351. I know they want to get him down to about 340. That's kind of the the target, which shouldn't be too hard for a guy that big going through what they're going through in fall camp. Uh, so I would say he definitely jumped off the page immediately. I didn't think I was expecting Ian Jefard to look really, you know, kind of grossly overweight at 394 pounds. I didn't think that. I mean, I think that he needs to lose weight, but I didn't think like, wow, this guy's just, you know, a circle out there. He's not, uh, you know, he's he's big. He's, I mean, t- he he's the biggest Razorback player I've ever seen. He, by four pounds, Devon Manuel was the biggest before that. Who was six nine, and Jafar six five. Um, so those two guys, just because of their sheer size, Quincy Rhodes definitely did. You know, Quincy probably, you know, he's a little bit in the mold of. I kind of feel like he moves a little bit like Brandon Lewis, who was a former Razorback, but he also is kind of built like Dietrich Wise, if that makes sense. But he's bigger than both of those guys ever were. I mean, he's 289. Wise the biggest was 271 at Arkansas. I'm not sure that Quincy quite has as long arms as Wise did. Wise had really long arms. But he jumped out to me just because he's so big. Um, you know, Landon Jackson may be a, just a hair taller, but they look about, you know, pretty similar in size. Um, so those guys, uh, I would say, you know, Kiwi Rose, first thing I thought about him was like, well, this guy's about the exact same size as and Carter. And then Torian Carter, right on time, goes and stands next to him, and I'm like, okay, these guys are very similarly built. Keevy Rose might be a hair taller. Um, Carter might have a little bit thicker uh, calves, you know, maybe a little thicker um, below the knee. Uh, but those guys are very similar in build. Offensive line, let me think. I, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time with the offensive line. I mean, I'm trying to think, is there – somebody – there's Luke Brown. I didn't get a good look at Luke Brown. So, um, you know, the, I, I'm mainly just focusing on, you know, guys that weren't there in the spring. but And I didn't get to everybody. I didn't – you know, I looked at the tight ends. But I went – I you know, got my attention got taken to Isaiah Augustov over at running back, and I forgot to go back and look at Varquez Gums, You know, so um, I only had 30 minutes. But those are the defensive linemen that, that jumped out. And I'll try to get a better look at Luke Brown. What about you? I think
0: you were going to take a peek at Devin Manuel.
1: Yeah. You know, Manuel, this is wild. So, you know, weight, you know, roster numbers, as I was mentioned, aren't always dead accurate. Devon Manuel was down to 282. I knew he looked skinny. 282. He may have dropped more weight than any Razorback in program history. To go from 390 when Mm. he was a freshman. To 282. That's amazing. Just a couple mm. years later. I mm. mean, that's that's, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, mm. and he's back up to 310 now. So he's packed it back on, good weight. He's packed it back on. And that's, you know, 310 through 15, about what they're thinking for him, about 6'9. Uh, so, yeah, Manuel, uh, I knew that he was super skinny looking, but I didn't know that he was. I'm not surprised, though. You know, and especially, you know, he comes back and his weight's listed at 310 again, and I'm just like, well, that's what he was. That's what he was previously. Surely they put more weight back on him. So they they absolutely did. But I did not get a good look at him today. I didn't – I don't guess I really spent a lot of time, you know, now I'm thinking about it, uh, watching offensive line today.
0: All right, I'm going to try to squeeze in some of these real
1: quick. This from our
0: Asher Record Service Company, live fan feedback. Larry says, uh, heck of a job reporting today, Trey. With all the speed Thanks. we have, who's going to be the return man this year, both kickoff and punt return? I would guess that's kind of early. I doubt they worked on special teams. No, they?
1: didn't work on that today. But, I mean, Bryce Stevens is, you know, returning, you know, solid punt returner. So, I would expect he, him to be the leader. Isaiah Satania pushing him. And then A.J. Green returns at kickoff return. I didn't think he did exceptionally well. I also don't think that – I think they should spend as little time as possible on kick return and never return anything unless the ball goes to, like, the 30-yard line. It just doesn't – it doesn't make any sense anymore. Every rule change they've had since 2010, I think there's been three major ones, have all done things to discourage kick returns. So, don't do it.
0: Trey, enjoy the weekend, even though I know you will be busy both Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. With the hogs. All right, have a great weekend, Trey. I guess. Trey Beauty of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.